And it can only be done if somebody thinks this is an act of civil disobedience, an act which might get him disbarred, fired from the Supreme Court or her, if it's a law clerk, and yet they want to go to the mat because they think there's one chance to try to preserve a Roe versus Wade, and that's by leaking this decision to Politico. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, baby. Seven minutes after nine. That was Alan Dershowitz on the Hannity program last night. Who, uh, minutes after this story from Politico came out about this leaked law opinion, legal opinion from SCOTUS, became, uh, became big, fat, stinking news. The first to posit the idea that this might be, it could be, a political move by the Democrats. No, I'm shocked. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Welcome to Abortion Day on the show. And uh, we're going to be uh, kicking this one around, uh, plus a few other things, but this is the big one, man. This is the big one. We hold, uh, i got to get a little closer to my computer screen so I can actually read this. This is one of the sections from the uh, this leaked uh, opinion, Supreme Court opinion, written by uh, Justice Alito that uh, made its way to Politico. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion, and no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provisions, including the one on which the defenders of Roe and Casey now chiefly rely, the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. That provision has been held to guarantee some rights that are not mentioned in the Constitution, but any such right must be, quote, deeply rooted in this nation's history and tradition and, quote, implicit in the concept of ordered liberty. According to Washington v. Glucksburg, 1997. So this is a big, meaty one. Wow, we got all kinds of elements in this story, right, Chris? We got we got the abortion debate. We can talk about Roe v. Wade and how we feel about them apples. We got the political angle of this because somebody had to leak this, which is a big, fat bozo no-no when you're a, either a justice or a law clerk or somebody engaged with the Supreme Court, you, that's, that's no, that's a bozo. You don't do that, man. You don't, this is the first time in the, as Laura Ingram said last night, who was a Supreme Court law clerk, uh, this uh, has never happened in the history of the modern court. Now, wrap your noggin around that crap. This has never happened. A leak such as this. Why? Well, because most decent human beings would never think to do it. And we don't know how far up the fig tree this thing goes as far as whether a justice like Sotomayor or somebody was involved in the handing off of this uh, of this uh, opinion uh, to Politico or if it was some schmuck, uh, some legal clerk schmuck that, you know, is, was convinced of the rightness of doing such a thing. And the ramifications for the Supreme Court are immense. If you're a liberal idiot, if you're a moron, uh, you are being told today that that is specifically what conservatives are going to talk about because they want Roe v. Wade to be, uh, it, it, you know, they, they they think this is a good thing, I guess. I don't know. They're going to say conservatives are going to be talking about the ramifications of a legal clerk or somebody, anybody, leaking such a document from the Supreme Court. And they're absolutely freaking right. That's precisely what most of us are talking about, because I, for one, don't give a crap about Roe v. Wade. I don't. Never have. Because if Roe v. Wade goes blanks up, it just goes back to the, to the states. It's that simple. It goes back to the states. In fact, in this opinion, uh, the majority opinion... Uh, according to Justice Alito, is that, well, that's where it should be. In other words, you don't have an inalienable right to an abortion. And I'll get into my thoughts about abortion here in a few minutes. You don't have an inalienable right to an abortion, to to a certain, yes, medical procedure, and I know just calling it that pisses some of you off, but that's what I'm going to call it. It's not there. It doesn't exist. Uh, I have always felt as much power as possible should be afforded to the states. I'm a states' rights guy. 
So if if you want, you know, really freaking easy and cheap drive-through window abortions, we go live in Seattle or you go live in uh, California or you go live in New York City. If you don't want any sticking abortions at all, well, you live right here in Texas, Oklahoma. It's the way. It's really kind of the way it should be. Uh, and I and that's and I'm not a fan of abortion. Don't get me wrong. And again, I'll get into that a little deeper coming up. But what's obviously at play here, and the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, is that the Democrats know the ship on which they sail is sinking. It they suck. Chris, they suck. The Democrats, the, their whole, the, the national agenda for the Democrats right now sucks ass. I, it really does. It's horrible, whether you're talking about the border, the economy. Biden's a mumbling idiot. Yesterday he claimed that there's never been a senator from Delaware. Uh, Ukraine. I mean, what, what, what are the, ask yourself this. What are, what are Democrats? What, what are the, what, what's the administration succeeding on right now? What, what are they actually doing right? You know, I mean, what, what, can you name an issue that they're spot on where they're, whatever they're doing is working very, very well? I can't think of a, think of a single damn thing. Trannies and their stupid pronouns. They're grooming your freaking kindergarten age kids on sex. Gay sex, gay sexuality. Man, when a kid's four or five, because that's cool. Couldn't do it outside the school, you'd be freaking arrested. But apparently that's the, you know, I mean, this, this is who they are. They're scumbags. Now, I'm not saying I'm the most moral human being on the on the planet. I'm not going to preach to you from Mount freaking Olympus. I've been in radio for thirty over 30 years, man. I've done some weird crap with weird people for weird reasons. I'm not going to lie to you. But if you stack it all up, everything that they're involved in, everything they're pushing, everything they're about, they are scumbags. They are swamp critters. And they're losing. They're losing blacks. They're losing Hispanics. They're losing young people. They're losing all of the folks that they normally could rely on for an expected vote. Right? They suck. I mean, again, they sort of suck. And you know what? They know they suck. They know they're taking on water. November scares the pee out of them. And so this is plan B. Sorry. I'm sorry to use that particular label thingy. But you know what I mean. I don't know what plan C, D, and E is. And that's what kind of... If they're willing... Because I do believe that this was a setup... As we sit on where in Rima, if you were watching this crap on TV last night, the protesters magically were immediately there as this story broke, and this story broke late in the freaking day. Uh, they were there out with their, with their freaking signs ready to go. It's a setup. It's a scam. So some, to, to galvanize what they consider to be their freaking base, which is code pink and people like that. Keep your hands off my body unless it's the COVID thing. And uh, they were already there outside the Supreme Court building, ready to go, oddly, mysteriously. They think that if you if you put this thing out there that Roe v. Wade, because they characterize the loss of Roe v. Wade as the end of everything, right? Because guys like me, God, we just freaking hate women so much, right, Chris? We don't want them to have health care. God, just keep your big ass in the kitchen and make my meatloaf. That's all we want, right? Because guys like me, we hate, freaking hate women. We want to keep them down. Swalwell, as Trey told me, was even saying that, you know, people are going to start dying as a result of this because, you know, you know the, the Roe v. Wade loving uh, rednecks are going to start killing people. It's the Handmaid's Tale. Oh, Jesus, i got to hear that crap one more time. It's the Handmaid's Tale. Fat, hairy, armpitted hippie chicks in red, you know. God, rock on, man. You haven't even read the stinking book, have you? You saw three episodes of the stupid series. You know what you're talking about. Ugh. So the idea here is that Democrats will galvanize around this. This is all they'll think about till November, right? They'll flock to the polls because of this one thing, and that's why it was leaked. To have that effect, I think they're wrong. 
I think they really have, they're really not paying attention. I, I think this bunch of yahoos currently in the administration right now and currently making up the leadership of the, of the Democratic Party have, have just been a bunch of stumbling idiots through this entire process. They didn't really freaking realize just how stinking bad Biden was going to be. They didn't think, uh, that, oh, that, uh, that Harris really, frankly, was going to be that stinking bad. They got nothing. Who do they have? Buttigieg? Going to run Elizabeth freaking Warren again? Hillary? Who, are they, who, are they, who do they have? They have no one. So this is going to be the, the, the stuff you're, I mean, if, and plus, like I said, if they're willing to go this far, I mean, this is pretty bad. You know, whether it was a justice involved or somebody who works for a justice to leak an opinion like this is bad with a capital B as far as the Supreme Court. Sets a really bad precedent. So if they're willing to go this far in freaking early May, what the hell are these people going to be capable of in October, in August? You ain't seen nothing yet, man. 210-599-5555. Let's go to, uh, very quickly, let's go to Ben. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I love your show. Uh... I can't even begin to express my disdain for this administration and especially the president. But I wanted to say that, you know, you were saying that this is their plan B, you know, that they're, they're all in on this plan B. They, they want to make sure that everybody knows that this identifies as plan A, though. This is their, you know, their main go to and it identifies as plan A, but it's plan B and it's probably still not even going to work. I, I don't think it's going to work because I think they're really, and I appreciate the call, but I think that, and I got to take a break. I think they're just really underestimating where, where the needle really kind of is on abortion right now with folks. Like Trey pointed out, I hadn't, honestly, I hadn't even considered this, but, you know, young people now have many different kinds of options for birth control, much more than most, than you and I had when we were that age. So they're not really ending up in abortion clinics with the same numbers that perhaps maybe our generation was. Uh, you know, as far as blacks and Hispanics, there's really not a great feeling or thought about abortion, especially in the Hispanic community. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll talk some more about that. i got to take a break. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is Jamie Markley of Markley Van Camp and Robbins, celebrating 100 years of service on News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And I'm back, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. How are you? Talking about the big, chunky, big, fat, chunky, juicy story of the day. The big, dinty more story of the day. <laughs> the big... Sloppy, juicy, microwavable beef stew story of the day. Chris is looking disgusted. I thought you liked that stuff. You don't like Dinty more? No, I said I've eaten it. I didn't say I liked it. See how you are. You like the cauldron of sloppy Joe story of the day. <laughs> this being the, the leaked opinion. Uh, out, of the, out of the Supreme Court. Abortion. The idea being that they would vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. And John Roberts being a ladies' blouse and going over to the, to the other side, like he's wont to do, like he usually does. They got five, what five justices that, according to this opinion, would vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. If you're watching the 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 idiot box today, you're seeing that uh, most shrill screeching liberal idiots or, you know, just walking lockstep with the talking points that, you know, this is the end of women's health care. You know, it's it's odd, though, and I, this is my second, after I realized, after I, and when I saw the story breaking last night and I realized, well, this is all political, this is, sh- these are shenanigans, they're scared about the November, you know, my second thought was, damn, they're awfully gender-specific all of a sudden, aren't they? A few days ago, freaking women didn't even freaking exist. I could get pregnant. Maybe I need a tampon. Maybe it's that time of the month for me. Maybe I got boobs. You know, I mean, that's where they were a few days ago. Now it's all about women's health. Republicans want to kill women. They don't want women to have health care. 
All right, before I go to the phones, okay, here's the here's the here's the reality. Okay, women have health care. You, if you're a chick, you can get health care for anything. Called 24-hour emergency clinics. I've spent a fair amount of time in these things. They don't turn women away. They don't say, oh, no, not you, honey. You, you get out of here. You go get yourself to an abortion clinic if you want health care. No, you can, women, the abortion clinics, clinics that do abortions, this may shock you. Clinics that do abortions pretty much are all about abortions. That's the choice they want you to make when you walk when you start walking towards an abortion clinic. They're not interested in any other choice. It's money. Yeah, it's lots of freaking money. The abortion industry is a cash maker in this. It's it's a big fat multi billion dollar industry in this country. And you know what? As of right now. Every waiting room in every abortion clinic in America is packed to the rafters. Believe it. It's true. 210-599-5555. Who's more interesting? Well, Steve. Steve, The Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for taking my call. You're quite welcome. What are you thinking? I'm like you. I don't give a hang about Roe versus Wade. I, I, I never have. Abortion is evil. It's murder. But it is a state's rights thing. It's, right. It, it was never in the Constitution. But this, if this leak is true, this, this is, again, absolutely proof positive that Democrats are soulless and they're evil. Yep. And, and you made the comment that, you know, that they don't have anything else. This is, they don't have nothing else. I've been saying that for years. All they have is lying, cheating, and stealing. That's all they've got. That's who they are. They have nothing else, absolutely nothing. Uh, 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 They tell us that we have to respect the office of the presidency. Well, every time they do, they make moves like this, if this leak is true, it proves to me once again they don't respect the Constitution. They don't respect the country. They don't respect the people. They don't respect their oath of office. They raise their hand, put their hand on a Bible, and swear a solemn oath. Right. And yet violate it every single day, every top opportunity. I agree. Steve, Steve, I just got to run, man. They care about nothing. They care about nothing. I absolutely agree. We'll talk to Charles when we get back. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's 942. Talk to Charles. Talk to Charles here in a second. But I, I said to laugh. I heard that story, and I heard it yesterday. I heard Mark, Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins talking about it, about the section of the wall between us and Mexico. That's a little too high, and like little boogers are trying to crawl over it, and they fall and they get hurt. And look, I'm not trying. I'm not wishing anybody get, would get hurt, but. You just heard there during the news break that there's this idea that we need to make a safe way to get off the wall if you're trying to crawl over it. You should put one of those curly Q slides and right back <laughs> down to the, to the Mexico side. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who, but i got a colleague uh, whose initials are Chris Glasgow, and he, and he said, I want to get a cherry picker, and I'll help you over the wall, but I'm going to put you back on that side. It's fairly simple. If you don't want to get hurt falling off the damn wall, well, uh, well then don't climb the damn wall. I, yeah, I may be nutty. I may be out of my damn mind. I'm just saying, if you don't want to get hurt, don't climb up on the wall because your ass might fall off. Duh. Just saying. Uh, 210-599-5555. Here's Charles. Charles, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Uh, my name is Charles. My hey. preferred pronouns are let's go, Brandon. <laughs> um, listen, <laughs> uh, listen. I got to take issue with you and everybody else who says that uh, Biden and the rest of the bunch up there are incompetent, stupid. I think that what they're doing is um, carrying out a, a horrific plan, um, and they're doing it masterfully. Uh, they're creating just enough, um, as far as the brush fires on the side, the distractions to ram home what's left of. Uh, their agenda that was put into place by Obama and Clinton. And uh, this is nothing to be trifled with, with this uh, ministry of truth they're coming up with. Um, you know, they're, they're not hiding anything about what they intend to do. All this stuff is getting ready to happen in November as far as us taking the elections back. I don't think it scares them one bit because they, they didn't 
hesitate a second to unleash a virus that killed 6 million people worldwide in 2020. I, God only knows what they got planned for 2024, even 2022. Right. But it's going to make that pale a comparison. I, and I, I think that everybody needs to quit playing games with these people. Um, it just... Uh, you're breaking up on me. Let me. Let me. I'm getting along time, so let me respond to what you're saying because the, and this is something that Trey and I talk about on Where and Rima, where we go kind of not back and forth, but well, we kind of go back and forth. And and is this the? Are we getting into the end chapters of a vast, perhaps global, evil plot to destroy America and reform it into something socialist or fascist? In other words, are are these master strokes by? Uh, folks in the in the shadows who who are manipulating everything like a big chessboard, or is it more of a stumble dance, a stumble fest by people who just are reacting to uh, an increasingly bad situation for themselves? And and I'm, I you know I would agree that I would agree that it's some kind of master evil plot if it if it's simply if not for the fact that it's simply working so badly for them. Um, I, I, you know, th- th- this, this SCOTUS thing with this leaked document, uh, b- to me shows desperation. And it's not even saying it wasn't planned because apparently the opinion came out in, the, in fe- or, you know, was, de- was written in February. So it's something they've been sitting on. So they've been waiting to use it. And there's probably three or four mo- more other things that they're going to, you know, try to do between now and November. But a lot of this stuff screams of desperation to me. And desperation doesn't give you the sense that this is the execution of a well-considered plan. You know, I honestly believe they didn't calculate how negatively folks are going to react to all of this stuff, even Democrats. Um, you know, it, look, d- d- why didn't they see Donald Trump coming? Why were they so just... Hit upside, smacked upside the head by by Donald Trump. They never saw him coming. I saw him coming. I saw somebody like Donald Trump on the road in the last couple of years of Obama, because Obama went to extremes, and they weren't anything comparable to the extremes we've seen from the left in this country since. Of course, someone like Donald Trump was going to win in twenty sixteen. Uh, so I, I think they, yeah, do they calculate, do they connive, do they scheme behind the scenes? Yes. I, I just don't know that modern Democrats right now are all that freaking good at it. You know, that's all. It, it, this thing last night with this leaked opinion, was that a political move? Absolutely. It was painfully obvious. But you know what? It was painfully obvious. <laughs> They're really not as good at the bait-and-switch tactics that they used to be. Now, granted, every Democrat in media today and every you know upper echelon Democrat who has you know, a TV camera in front of them or a radio mic in front of them or what have you are, are all screaming the same talking points. They are, they are good at that. It's staying on point, right? It's like they're almost handed the exact wording. Which do you, you know, what, what do I say about this? This is what you're going to say. Yeah, absolutely. Is this going to work for them? I don't know. Because they, what they're doing right now is routinely underestimating the appetite for these extremities. And they're routinely underestimating that people see through it. It's like you ever know somebody or been involved with somebody in your life who's just an absolute freaking liar and like everything they said was a lie. And then once you figured out that they're a freaking liar, they could no longer lie to you because you knew when they were lying and you knew when they weren't. You know what I mean? It's kind of where the Democrats are right now. We know they're bullcrap. We know when it, I mean, did you not, when you saw this last night, did you not immediately think, well, this is political? Did you not immediately know what the messaging was going to be from the left today? So I, I don't know if it's a great evil plot. If it is, they really suck at it. They're, Blofeld, they ain't, okay? It's not, <laughs> they're not handling the big plot very well. That's my thought. What do you think? 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA. Wow, am I on the right thing? I can't tell. 
There we go. You got to turn it up. There we go. I'm sorry. I'm fiddling with my knobs here on News Talk 550 KT. The knob, the microphone knob. What are you looking at me weird like like I just said something wrong? Mr. Glasgow. Abortion. How you feel about it? Abortion. Taking your stinking calls. Abortion. Hey, you know, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta say something personal here, and uh, this is for the folks over at HEB. Could you bring back the butter chicken soup? Could you please bring for just, just on New Gilbo Road there? Could you bring back old Uncle Sean's butter chicken soup? You know, I love the soups at HEB. I, I, every day I get a ready meal or I get a freaking soup, Mister Morgan. All of you, Chris and that's what I eat because I'm trying to maintain my girlish figure, and so I'm trying to eat freaking healthy by eating fresh food. I got a steak and a, and a little potato with jalapeno stuff on it. I'm going to eat when I get home. But I, they've some for some reason there's they no longer have my favorite soup, the butternut. It's the Injun soup. It's it's Injun. You know like them Hindus. It's what they eat. They eat, they eat this butter chicken stuff. Tastes like curry. And so I just you know I, I but it's been gone for months. I can't find it. Huh? Maybe you, you, you maybe you were the one that ate it all. I think it's a communist plot against me. You think so? You've obviously heard, heard my show, and yeah. they're trying to injure me personally. Right. Please bring back the butter chicken soup. Please, H-E-B. Please, Mr. It, Butt, would it, you bring back is the... Is it butter chicken or butternut chicken? It's butter chicken, not Butters. butternut. That's hippie right. stuff. No, butter... This is bu- butter chicken. It's like a curry. It's a, it's Indian. It's right. like a curry. Yeah. And I love it. It's got little chunks of some kind of meat in there. Perhaps is chicken. It chicken? Yeah. It's, it, I think it's chicken. It's buttered chicken. I had not made that connection, Chris. I'm just saying it's been gone since I got back from the hospital, and I want the buttered chicken soup back at HEB, at least the one on New Gilbo Road. Unless it's chunks Make it of happen. butter. What's that? Chunks of butter. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't, perhaps that's butter. what it is, giant chunks of butter. I don't care what the <laughs> hell it is. It'd be freaking elephant meat for all I care. I just wanted to want it back. <laughs> elephant meat. That's yeah, talking about pissing off hippies. Right. So I'm just saying, as a personal message to the management at, at the HEB on New Gilbo Road, bring back the butter chicken for old Uncle Sean. I amuse your customers when I show up, looking as ridiculous as I do. Okay? Yes, I'm the clown with the tie-dyed Crocs. That's well, me. Why don't you send them an invoice? I should. For entertainment. For, for, I, it's like, I want a talent fee for amusing you people with my butter chicken soup. <laughs> it's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. was impressed with Joe Biden, his response to the material, which you pointed out, Anna, that it was funny stuff. But when they were trashing him, or mm-hmm. roasting him, mm-hmm. rather, he was laughing his yeah. head off, yeah. which shows you that he's mentally stable. Sean Rima, <laughs> 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Oh, you got to lay off the, the hooch there, Joy. It's going to, it's, you're starting to hit the important brain cells, and they don't grow back, baby, I know. I know. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Both of them in her case. Both of them. He's always laughing, Joy, no matter what anybody's saying. It does not describe a stable, healthy mind. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Six minutes after 10. I'm Sean. Hi. We'll get back to the abortion topic in a few minutes. Because I know you all want to talk about abortion. But uh, when, when, when did we stop, start giving a crap about the Met Gala? Oh, God. You know, it was eat the rich on AOC's ass. That's really what's... Nobody, nobody cared. People barely care about the Oscars and the Grammys and the Emmys and that stuff anymore. Nobody, People didn't follow the Met Gala. Unless you live in freaking Chevy Chase. Nobody, you know, in, in Northern Virginia. Nobody cares about the Met. Now we got to care about the Met Gala. Now there's political messaging going on at the Met Gala. First, there's Rich AOC, Alexandria Orifice, so, you know, whatever her last name is, Casio, Casio, Calculator, whatever. The, I don't know what the hell it is. I don't care anymore. A whiny chick from New York. Okay, first she puts Eat the Rich on her ass on a, on a very expensive gown. While surrounded by rich people, 
and that was a news story. Now you got uh, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, and he he had a, a tux, and on the back of it, tuxedo. It said "end gun violence," written out in freaking rubies and expensive rhinestones. And I'm like, oh, come on, man! You're telling me I got to get my political messaging now from freaking stinking rich people and their freaking expensive gowns and their expensive tuxedos? I've never owned a tux. In, uh, I've never owned a tux in my life. All rented, baby, because I'm in radio. Oh, and Hillary Clinton showed up uh, in a fascinating red gown with a long, uh, what what do you call those, a trail? Is that what you call it when the gown is on the floor and you have to have somebody, some domestic carry it for you? I think when it's a tent, it's a flap. When it's a tent, it's a flap. It's a tent flap. She was probably wearing a tent. Big anti-racist Hillary had a black guy in a mask. Uh, I'm looking at the picture right now. Carrying her trail. Where do you want to go, Miss Clinton? You want some lobster? But they're fighting for the black man, right? Toby, carry my ham! Where's the vodka? Do you know what I mean? All right, Miss Clinton. You know, if, if, if Trey mentioned this and it was brilliant, it really is true. If Donald Trump walked in, right? And he had a black chick, like, you know, with in a mask, with, with a lint roller, like getting the lint off his tux. Oh, look, he's got an African-American woman taking the lint off his jacket. What a racist. What a white supremacist. Hillary's got a black dude in a mask carrying the hem of her dress. Nobody says anything. God, I hate her. I'm trying to walk with Jesus here, okay? Then Hillary Clinton pops up. You know what I mean? Yeesh. Yeah, by all means, run her. <laughs> Please. Please, dear. Yeah, run Hillary. Oh, hell yeah. She's back on the, I, nah, I guess she said she doesn't want to run. Well, you know, she's older, nine days older than your average pterodactyl. So it's, it was time, I guess, even, you know, she, I, Hillary had to start weighing her drinking time as opposed to, you know, the, the campaigning efforts that would be required for her to run again. And she's reached that stage of alcoholism, which I know a lot about, to where, Chris, the alcohol, she just can't give it up. So it's, she's beyond the, she's beyond that point where she would be willing to give up her love affair with vodka to, to, you know, actually run at this point. The vodka just sounds like a better option. So who do they got? Nobody. The Met Gala. Who freaking cares, man? Elon was there with his mom, which is kind of cool. The Imam. The Imam. The woman who brought him into the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. We're we're enjoying the hell out of them. And Kim Kardashian and that dude from SNL were talking him up and stuff. He's Elon, man. You know they hated his guts being there. Uh, I'm surprised somebody somebody didn't spray paint on AOC's ass. Eat Elon. You know. Eleven minutes after ten. What the hell am I talking about? Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I do, you know, I do want to mention we we got we are going to get back into the big story, and uh, again, if you if you haven't heard you know, for some strange reason, uh, and it broke last night. I was watching Hannity when I found out about this story. Broke nationally about eight thirty hour time, eight twenty something like that. Which is what, if you've noticed, when the evil ones, when the bad guys and the freaking morons that support them want everybody to pay attention to a story, it breaks late, right? It breaks during primetime hours, basically. This is about 8.20 when this story came out. I was sitting there on my keister watching uh, the Fox News, although I can't stand Sean Hannity. I was watching it. When they want something to slat on by you that they don't want you to pay a whole lot of attention to, then they break it, you know, sometime on a, on a Friday or Saturday morning. This one, 8.20. Strangely, all the protesters were already lined up outside the Supreme Court building with their signs already made. Weird, isn't it? Wow, the quinky dink of that. They just happen to be ready to protest something. Uh, an opinion, an opinion from inside the Supreme Court. Now, it doesn't mean it's actually, it's actually, you know, going to happen. But this is the draft of, of, a, of a majority opinion written by Justice Alito that was leaked, leaked somehow to Politico who published it. You can read it. 
on Politico, if you so choose to. I They have the interesting bits highlighted. And uh, if you read it, it's about the non-constitutionality of Roe v. Wade and, and the follow-up uh, uh, precedent uh, of Casey. And the Constitution does not afford you an inalienable right to an abortion. Uh, later on, this is a state's rights issue, and to the states it should go. I'm paraphrasing the, the important bits. Uh, leaked to Politico, and of course, predictably, the left is going nuts. This is the end of legal abortion in America, which it isn't. This is the end of free, you know, health care for women, which it isn't. Well, that's a funny thing, too, because they always say that abortion is health care. Well, you don't have a right to an abortion. You don't have a right to health care. You, you, there's nothing in the Constitution that says you have an inalienable right that the government provides you with freaking health care. It's not there. But, of course, the idiots, the morons, who are just spoon-fed into their their empty noggins, whatever the Democrats want to put there, this is the end of abortion. This is a handmaid's tale. This is it. This is the end of it. Gender your rights to privacy. Republicans are going to start. Who was it? Was it Swalwell that said the Republicans are going to start killing people? We're going to overturn. We're going to see a Roe v. Wade overturned, and large gangs of Republicans are just going to start roaming the streets looking for chicks to chop. We're just going to chop them up into tiny bits, man. Ah, Roe v. Wade's gone. Now I can chop you up. <laughs> you know, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Roe v. Wade doesn't get rid of if it goes away. I mean, I, I said at the beginning of the show, and I still mean I don't give a crap about Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade doesn't mean anything to me. If it goes away, it just goes back to the states where it kind of is now anyway. It's kind of where it's been. That's why Oklahoma has their law, Texas has their laws, New York and California have their laws. It's a state states' rights issue. If you want to live in a in a city or in a in a state where abortion is fun and easy. And maybe you can get it with fries at a drive-through, you know. Then you know where the where the states will be, where you can go and live. If you would rather live in a state where there's no abortion or it's highly restricted, well, you live in Texas or you live in Oklahoma or you live in a state like that. That's how this whole beautiful thing is supposed to work. We're we're a patchwork of little nations called states, right? The original vision of the federal government was small. Tiny. Yes, protect the homeland. Yes, have a military. Connect the highways once we started building highways. But th- this is all stinking political. I mean, it, it, this, this doesn't even really, th- this story, and maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, 210-599-5555. This story isn't, doesn't even stretch into an, an, an abortion debate for me. Now, maybe at some point during this hour, if I feel like it, I'll give you my exact thoughts on abortion and the legality of it or what have you, okay? Maybe, I don't know, it depends. I got a turkey story I got to talk about. I got the guy from the Dollar Tree. I got a lot of crap going on today, so I don't know. But you know what? This story doesn't require me to go on the air and talk about my abortion opinions anyway, because this is really about politics and dirty politics at that. You you really want uh, things being leaked now out of the Supreme Court? You think that's a good good path to go down? Because that's a big bozo no-no as far as the Supreme Court's concerned. Laura Ingram, who was a, a law clerk for the Supreme Court, I can't remember which justice it was at this point, but she said on our first day as law clerks, because she said she had a bunch of friends who were there at that time with her as serving as law clerks, and they were texting her while she was on the air. So you remember when the chief justice came in and said, "Once you enter into this door, enter into these chambers, if you are found to be leaking anything or saying anything or repeating anything that goes on here, your legal career is over." This the, the leaking of this opinion has never happened in the modern Supreme Court, which, as she pointed out, I didn't even know this is about a hundred years old. This has never happened. This is the first time. You're witnessing history right here. Bad history, but you're witnessing it. Obviously, and I'll I'll take a break, the leaking of this document was was supposed to have a political effect. The Democrats suck right now. Their ship is sinking. Uh, They need something. This was a plan B or a plan C or a plan D. I don't know what, what plan this was, but this opinion was written in February, as I understand it. So they were sitting on this one, uh, and, and uh, they released it. 
to galvanize their supposed base under the idea that Republicans are now going to, you know, make a legal abortion go away. There's no, not going to be any legal abortion in, in America. Women's health are going to go away because Republicans want the handmaid's tale and blah, blah. And everybody's going to be talking about this crap today. And they're not talking about the stinking border. Right? They're not talking about any of the other issues. Now it's all about the big A. And I think they've grotesquely overplayed their hand. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins of Markley Van Camp and Robbins, celebrating one hundred years of service on News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. Uh, I'm Sean. Do you want to know why I live in Texas now and why I don't live in Maryland anymore? Or Washington, D.C., which is, you know, D.C. and Maryland. That's the area of the world where I grew up. Traffic? Well, that's part of it. Now you know all about how crappy people drive there. You think Austin's bad. Try driving into the, inside the Beltway. You're going to die. There's a killer wild turkey. No, an actual freaking wild. One, a male turkey. One male turkey that is terrorizing residents on both sides of the D.C.-Maryland border. It's a big male turkey. Uh, there is a, a like a walking, biking trail. It's technically called a river walk and a Scotia, and a Scotia trail uh, near the D.C.-Maryland border. And uh, this one male turkey is being pursued by several cross-border agencies because he's biting... Yuppies on the ass on this Riverwalk Trail. It's been reported in the Wall Street Journal. There's a bit of video of a woman with a bicycle trying to fend off this one male turkey. <laughs> and that's Maryland. You none of them have any guns, so they can't do a damn thing about the turkey. So they just got to, don't, don't bite me. Ooh, ooh, don't bite me. Mr. Turkey, don't bite me. How long you think a damn, you know unpleasant, wild-ass turkey would last in Texas. Man, it'd be on a dinner plate by the end of the night. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't... Ain't no Texan going to be hassled by no damn turkey. we just shoot the damn thing and eat it. I'd shoot it. I got several agencies trying to find this one male turkey, man, in freaking D.C. You know, oh, my God, that's why I live here in the great state of Texas. That's why I left Maryland behind, man. Ain't no damn turkey going to bite me on the ass. I'll kill it. Eat it. Oh, please, Mr. Turkey, please don't bite me. Oh, 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 I'm so scared. There's a wild animal of some kind. They probably don't even know what the hell it is. It's some bird-like creature is assaulting me on the river walk. Now, I'm from Chevy Chase. I'm from Arlington. Um, yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't fly here in Texas. We'd just kill it and eat it. Them <laughs> 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 yuppies in D.C. getting their ass cheeks bit by a wild turkey. Uh, here's T.J. T.J., how you doing? Good morning. How are you? Another day in paradise. What are you thinking? Hey, I... Comments on on the abortion thing. Sure. Uh, the the first the first thing is is a two thing. The only abortion I guess is way above my pay grade. I, I don't you know I I'm not making a decision yes or no. Only if it affects me. Right. It, it only affects me if it's my body, my daughter's body, or my pocketbook. They shouldn't take money from people to fix somebody else's mistake. Right. You made it, you fix it, you pay it. Right. You know, find the baby daddy, I don't know. My other my other question on that, my other issue on that was could this possibly stop the influx of California plates in Texas? <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> Could this is pull back the moving. flow of illegal Californians into the state of Texas. Because well, they they know, abortion loving weirdos, aren't they? That's California. Well, they love these abortions, don't they? 
<laughs> I, I worry about if I drive a lot. I'm on the right. road a lot. Right. And I see more and more California plays. I know, me too. I imagine eventually they're going to change them. And and my even my daughter's like, oh, <laughs> Mom, there goes another California Let's play. Build, we need to build a wall, an anti-California wall. Now, could it be possible that at one point we will eventually sort sort ourselves out by you know, the blue states and the red states, like meaning put a divider line. In other words, if like enough Californians flow into Texas, do we become a blue state at some point? No, 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 no. Like in, in, in a crazy world, okay, all the people that are pro this go from this line this way and all the people that go. Oh, I see. So divide, divide Texas in two and leave Austin on that side and let all the hippies and weirdos live there. And then all the cool people will live in, in the other side of Texas, possibly. There, there you go. How about liberal ghettos? There you go. We'll have we'll have we'll, we'll turn Austin into like a liberal ghetto. It already sort of is. So you know, I mean, Elon's there making a lot of money, and certainly that's true. But you know, we you know maybe we just need to need a wall to separate. Let's just make it Austin. Let's let all the California weirdos live in Austin. You know, I, I saw some New Jersey plates the other day. Let them go live in freaking Austin. Popovich should live in Austin. The Spurs should go to Austin. Nobody wants him here anyway anymore. You know, I appreciate the call. You know, I'm serious. It's a big cultural shift, a paradigm shift, if you will. Doesn't that make you sound like you're regimented when you say paradigm shift? Do you ever get the feeling that a lot of people that say paradigm shift don't really know what a paradigm shift is? Do you know what's another word you can drop to make yourself sound really, really intelligent? Zeitgeist. God, I love that word. Zeitgeist has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm talking about right now, though. But, you know, you California pukes, go live in freaking Austin. Let's build a wall around Austin. A 30-foot wall, you know, 30-foot wall, so if you drop your hippie ass off the wall, you're going to get a little bruised up there. Who would be trying to jump the wall from Austin into the rest of Texas, Chris? I just want a decent taco. I came here for the tacos. They put kale in my tortilla soup. Kale. I came to the rest of Texas for real tortilla soup, which, of course, I get at Jim's Diner. Uh, 210-599-50. Isn't that weird? 210-599-5555. Take a break. It's Sean. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. This is the Sean Show. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Richard, what do you want? I'm sorry. Richard, how you doing? Hey, John. <laughs> hey, man. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, you know, at my age, every day is a good day. That's right. Uh, even at my at my age, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, just a couple of things. On the turkey story, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's still spring turkey season in Texas. I believe it's still. This, that's in Texas. It's in Maryland. They don't let people have guns in Maryland. Well, I don't live there, thank God. Me neither. Uh, the other thing, a little more serious matter, on the abortion deal, a founding principle of America is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And if you deprive a human being of their life, you have violated every principle America stands for. Uh, yeah, you can make a case for that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But, this, you know, this and again, this really isn't about abortion, though. That's the thing of it. This is about politics. This is about, you know, trying to whip up a, a base that is quickly jumping ship on you, uh, honestly. And I, I appreciate the call, Richard. God, he was on hold for like 45 minutes. I let him say his piece, and I dumped him. Because that's who I am. That's how I roll. Anyway, um, it's it, it really is about politics. I think, you know, most of us didn't, I mean, didn't that thought, wasn't that one of your first thoughts when you saw the story break last night? Those Demopukes. Yeah, they're really scared about November, aren't they? They're pretty frightened about about November. That's why they're doing this. Nobody's talking about the economy. Nobody's talking about the border. Nobody's talking about how much Biden sucks. Nobody's talking about Ukraine and how sucky our response is. Nobody's talking about the cost of a loaf of bread or a tank of gas. We're all talking about the big A. 
and how Republicans just want to start killing chicks tomorrow, man. We just want to, we don't want that, no, we don't want no legal abortion in America. We want women in the kitchen making meatloaf. Because, you know, we, we hate women. I'm not even a conservative. I, I'm a middle-of-the-road guy. I'm, not, I'm certainly not a Republican. I don't belong to any... I would never belong to any political organization or party that would have me as a member. I'm free. Free as a bird. As far as... I'm an issue-by-issue issue guy. That's how I look at it. I look at each issue on its own merits, okay? But because I'm on the conservative talk radio, I obviously hate women, Chris. I gotta hate women. Can't believe we let them vote. <laughs> black people, we let them vote. I hate black people too. God, I hate Hispanics. I married one just to, you know, sort of mask my hatred of Mexicans. Don't even get me started on those trannies. You know what I mean? If you disagree with these pukes in any way, shape, or form, it's because you hate. You're just, just busting arteries in your head over your hatred of everybody who's not like you. Like, sit down and shut up and relax. Roe v. Wade doesn't do away with legal abortion, you mor- you fools. You fools! Just puts it back on the states where it's where... You know what? That's where it freaking should be. That's why I don't give a crap about Roe v. Wade, and I never have. It should be a states' rights thing. Uh, so I, but I want to get to this story and I'll try to preface this and maybe we can talk about it more on the other side of the other side of the break. I, I bit my tongue, by the way, if I'm talking funny, am I talking funny, Chris? I bit my freaking tongue. Funnier. Well, I, now I can't properly pronounce things, pronounce things, pronounce things. <laughs> Obviously I can't pronounce things now. I'm starting to sound like Biden. I believe you did. You know, we got to stem the tide of Islamica, Islamica phobia. That's what he said in Delaware yesterday. Yesterday, Islamica phobia. Islamica phobia is what the president. After he announced that there's never been a senator from Delaware. Sam, what do you want? What? What do I want? Speak. Speak. Now, what's going on, man? Good morning, Jughead. <laughs> Hey, Jughead, I want to give you and Archie a homework assignment. Okay, Trey and I now refer to ourselves as he's Archie and I'm Jughead. There you go. Okay, you and Archie and Jughead have an assignment. I want you guys to look over very, very carefully, word for word, on the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and tell me where it says that abortion is legal. It doesn't. That's That's what Alito said in the opinion. That's right. Now, my next thing is, you know, if you dismember an animal, dog, cat, limb by limb, drain the brain, it's a felony. Right. But do it to humans. An abortionist, it's legal. Right. You can do it you to know, humans and make money off it. That's the sad thing. And like that lady said a few minutes ago earlier, why should we pay for somebody else's mistakes? This is not taking away women's rights for reproduction. You can reproduce all you want, but... Who has who's going to be there to talk for the unborn? If you, if a drunk driver, any driver kills a fetus, you know, hits a mother with right. a fetus and the baby dies, you're you're going to be charged. With I know the law is really funky, you know, as far as what it allows and what it doesn't allow for. It's 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 very contextual, and, and I appreciate the call. Said no, you're right. Two one zero five nine. But again, as far as this story. The, the 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 really the real meat of the story is the leaked document. The fact that that happened before we even get to an uh, an abortion debate, because I, I I would submit to you that most people who are anti-abortion are are totally cool with Roe v. Wade going away and for this going back to the states. Like this isn't this isn't some great victory of for conservatives that now abortion is going to be Ill- illegal across the board and yay you know we finally pulled it off. It has nothing to do with that, man. It just goes back to a state's decision. All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's uh, Sean. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station: News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Yeah, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. 
You know, this radio career ever comes to a crashing end. I think I'll just go get myself a job at the Dollar Tree. I'm gonna go to the do- there's a there's a dollar there's a manager in a Dollar Tree in Ohio I think no Indiana manager of a Dollar Tree in Indiana has been fired because he sparked controversy uh, by his uh, his uh, looking you know his hi- now hiring sign he hung, put a sign up in the window of this Dollar Tree in Indiana and said my two cashiers just quit because I said their boyfriends couldn't stand here for their entire shift. Don't hire Gen Z. They don't know what work actually means. Now hiring baby boomers only, thanks. Now, I'm not a baby boomer, but I am a, I'm a Gen Xer, but we, don't, we, we go to work. I mean, that whole slacking thing... That we slacked in our tw- I slacked in my twenties. I was a slacker in my early twenties, and I got over it. Developed a work ethic. I've been working ever since. But he got fired because that was offensive uh, to, I guess, people from Generation Z. And you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm painting with a broad brush, as we said on Wear and Rima earlier today. But you know what? And you guys can maybe agree, or you call me on the phone two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, or Don or Chris can agree or disagree. Generation Z barely has a work ethic at all. Ah, yeah, there you go. They don't. They really don't have it. Because, and I'll tell you why. Because my generation raised them as the center of the freaking universe, and, and that's. And I'll take. I'll take collective responsibility for Gen for Gen X not being the greatest parents in the world. Okay, Chief. Okay, buddy. Whatever you want. You know, I'm serious. Then you throw in the the internet. And they're they're little they're privileged weirdos. To how many Gen Z schmucks do you encounter on a daily basis when you're just out in the world? Come on, don't tell me you haven't. And you know what I mean. The 22 year old schmuck who's behind the counter there at whatever you're dealing with, and they're talking to somebody on their phone, and they have that I really don't give a crap about my job, and I can't believe I'm doing this for a living. Look in their eye. You know what I mean. Don Morgan, you ever experienced that sort of phenomenon? The schmuck, the Generation Z schmuck behind the cash register who just doesn't give a crap and doesn't want to be there and has the, the personality of an, of an oven mitt. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's still yeah. like, I can't believe like, They look at you like you're imposing on them because they can't text while you're talking to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Sure. And you yeah, and I have produced some Gen Zers. Yeah. I can't say it happens to me often. And I, but I can honestly say, as long as I've been going to convenience stores, I've encountered that attitude from somebody at one point or another. Well, yeah, so. but I mean, in general, because this is a guy, this manager at, at this Dollar Tree in Indiana mm-hmm. said he's only going to hire baby boomers. We are not that generation. We're Generation X. But because Generation Z has no, they don't understand work. They have no work ethic. Mm-hmm. And I do encounter that. And I call it schmuckiness. It's like this schmuck that I encountered, and I'm not going to say where. But the initials of the restaurant's name were Whataburger. And, and I was waiting in line. And they had some chick out there taking orders outside with the little pad thing. Mm-hmm. Said this, look, it was chewing gum. Hi, I don't know Whataburger. How may I help you? How may I serve you today? Okay. You know, I'm talking about people who have no personality. Because we drove away. I'm like, well, her personality's going to carry her far. Mm-hmm. Right, Chris? Like schmucks who just have no concern... They don't care that you're there. They have that look in their eye like they shouldn't be there. They have no discernible personality whatsoever. They can't count back change. They get thrown by a nickel. A nickel throws them off. They have no idea what to do if they can't figure out a freaking nickel. That's who this guy's talking about. Right. He let them go because he wouldn't allow them, or they quit because he wouldn't allow their boyfriends to hang out with them through the entire shift while they're working. And so the chicks quit. Right. They walked out. I've, I've encountered Generation Zers who will say, it's okay, I don't have to stay here. I'll just go on unemployment. If I get sick of this job, I'll just leave. Also at play here is the idea that a boss can't yell at an employee anymore. Bosses can't be jerks anymore. 
because then they they run to H they run their little boogery asses to HR and they make a complaint, and I think that's a loss. I think your boss should be able to freaking yell at you and call you names if you're not doing the job. Because that's what worked for me. <laughs> that was the young man. Well, I think it's probably just the nature of this business as well. What, I mean, radio? We, yeah, I mean, we've been known to you know be surrounded by people who are completely unhinged. Which is, mentally why we've decided to, which is why we've decided to take up this occupation. This is why we've been here for all these decades, <laughs> because we work with mentally imbalanced yeah. people. Because uh, right we ourselves, by virtue of the fact that I want to be on radio, you know there's something wrong with me. I mean, why else are we all in our own little rooms? Because we're insecure, but yet we want people to pay attention to us. Me, 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 you know. I'm just, you know, I mean, right. you're right. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. We live in an industry filled with people who are emotionally and mentally screwed up. Right. By nature of the business. You know, it would attract people who are messed up in some way or insecure or needy. I'm just putting it out there. My buddy Al. <laughs> right. My buddy Al. <laughs> my old partner Al Pila said it many, many years ago. He said, we're in radio because emo- basically we're emotionally screwed up and we need people to pay attention to us. We, we secretly hate ourselves, and that's precisely why we go on the radio. We can do it by sitting in a dark room by ourselves. It's wonderful. Which is it going to be? Microphone, dark room. All right. Hey, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.